Ahoy there, story explorers. I'm afraid the rumours are true. It's our final episode of the week and our final chat with the wonderful Cressida Cowell. But there's no need to be sad because Cressida is about to give us a spellbinding reading from one of her most famous books as well as her top tips on how to succeed as an author. So here's Cressida to set the scene. I'm reading from How to Train Your Dragon. I'm reading this bit because it makes me laugh. And it's Hiccup, he's got his own dragon. He's stolen the dragon from the dragon nursery at the beginning. And his dragon in the books is this very tiny dragon. He's he's not the same as the toothless in the films. Because in the films, he has a windwalker dragon, which is his riding dragon. This is his little hunting dragon. He's very small and very asleep. Yeah, so the dragon hasn't woken up yet and this is the moment when Toothless wakes up. Toothless woke up about three weeks later. Fishlegs and Hiccup was Hiccup's house. Everybody else was out, so Hiccup decided to take the opportunity to check on Toothless's basket. He pulled it out from under the bed. A thin plume of bluey grey smoke was drifting out from under the lid. Fishlegs whistles. He's awake, all right, said Fishlegs. Here we go. Hiccup opened the basket. The smoke billowed out and made Hiccup and Fishlegs cough. Hiccup fanned it away. Once his eyes had stopped watering, he could make out a very small, ordinary dragon looking up at him with enormous, innocent, grass-green eyes. Hello, Toothless, said Hiccup, in what he hoped was a good accent in Dragonese. What are you doing? asked Fishlegs curiously. Dragonese is punctuated by shrill shrieks and popping noises and sounds most extraordinary when spoken by a human. Just talking to it, mumbled Hiccup, very embarrassed. Just talking to it, because nobody can talk to dragons, apart from Hiccup. Gasped his legs in astonishment. What do you mean you're talking to it? You can't talk to it. It's an animal, for Thor's sake. Oh, shut up, fish legs, said Hiccup impatiently. You're frightening it. Toothless huffed and puffed and blew out some smoke rings. He inflated his neck to make himself look bigger, which is something dragons do when they're scared or angry. Eventually, he got up the courage to unfold his wings and flap up to Hiccup's arm. He walked his way up onto Hiccup's shoulder and Hiccup turned his face towards him. Toothless pressed his forehead onto Hiccup's forehead and gazed deeply and solemnly into Hiccup's eyes. They stayed there, snout to nose, without moving for about 60 seconds. Hiccup had to blink a lot because the gaze of a dragon is hypnotic and gives the unnerving feeling that it is sucking your soul away. Hiccup was just thinking, wow, this is amazing, I'm really making contact here, when Toothless bent down and bit him on the arm. Hiccup let out a yelp and threw Toothless off him. F-f-f-f-fish! His Toothless, hovering in the air in front of Hiccup. Want fish now! I haven't got any fish, said Hiccup in Dragonese, rubbing his arm. Luckily, Toothless didn't have any teeth, but dragons have powerful jaws, so it was still painful. Toothless bit him on the other arm. F-f-f-f-fish! said Toothless again. Are you OK? asked Fishlegs. I can't believe I'm asking this, but what's he saying? He wants to eat, replied Hiccup, grimly rubbing both arms. He tried to make his voice sound firm but pleasant. To dominate the creature by the sheer force of his personality, as Gobber had said. But we have no fish! OK then, said Toothless. Eat cat He made a lunge for Fizzlesticks, who streaked up the nearest wall with a yowl of terror. Hiccup just managed to grab Toothless by the tail as he flew off in pursuit. The dragon struggled wildly, shouting, Want fish now! Want food now! Cats are yummy! Want food now! We don't have any fish, repeated Hiccup from between gritted teeth, feeling all his calmness deserting him. And you can't eat the cat 
I like him. That's fantastic. Well, you're right about it being funny, and there's something beautiful, isn't there, about hearing a story read?、Uh, yes. As much as it's nice to read a story, yes, you can make it come alive when you read well, it. Yes. Well, that's why I write my books to be read aloud. So I give to-、um, toothless that that that's a bit of a stammer. So it's fun to read aloud. I make Gobber really big, and in in the Wizards of Once books, I have Squeeze Juice talking, who's the, who's the little tiny sprite talking in this tiny little squeaky voice, and I do that to make it fun to. Read aloud,、um, uh, and so I always say to kids: get your mums and dads to read aloud to you, way beyond the age you can read for yourselves. Just ten minutes a day, yeah, because it's a great way of getting kids reading, and it's great, you know. And that's why I make the stories to make the dads cry or the mums laugh, yeah, because it sends a great message to the kids, you know, that books are important; they have the power to make my dad cry or my mum laugh.、Um, so, 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 yeah, or. If your mum and dad won't read to you, listen to them an audible. <laughs> David Tennant reads them brilliantly, both the Dragon books and also the Wizards of Once books. He reads them、um, aloud, just fantastically. Oh, what a wonderful dragony nugget from a master storyteller! And I couldn't let Cressida go without asking for her top author tips. I would say. Write what you want to read. You know, there's a lot of stuff at school about the spelling and the handwriting, and the, and that's important. But that's really important if you want to be a writer to read as much as you can because it gives you a feel for all different ways that the stories are written, and also to write just for the joy of it. And don't worry if you are copying. Or writing stories set in the world of your favourite authors—that doesn't matter. That's what I did when I was a kid. I had a special book, and sometimes I would copy Enid Blyton, or, or or I would try and draw Snoopy. I think just write what you want to read. As I say, make yourself laugh, make yourself cry, make yourself think. Think about what you would like to read and write it. Cressida, it's been absolutely fantastic having you join us as a guest today. Thank you for being our first author. And、uh, well, can't wait to read more instalments of the Wizards of Once and and everything else that you've got cooking up for us. Thank you. Well, story explorers, that's all for this week. Thanks for joining us, and thank you to the inimitable Cressida Cowell too. Until next time, make sure you keep your dragons well trained, and I'll be back on Monday with another top author for some more story exploring. <laughs> <laughs>